platform. Step up and speak out. The station is the FM Stereo, my station, your station, the hottest radio in town. The name is Larry Kuiderai, and thank you very much for joining us on this Monday, 20th of June. It's just gone 29 minutes before the hour of 8 o'clock, and I'm with you until 8.30, after which uh, Chilla with our story is going to take uh, uh, over. Of course, every Monday I come to you and we tackle the hottest stories that are taking place, and obviously the one that I'm talking about, we're going to be talking about today, is a hot topic, but just uh, to remind you of some of the frequencies you can listen to us on, uh, Chivu 99.8, Kariba 105.3, Victoria Force 106.5, Malawi, my hometown 106.7, and we're broadcasting out of Harare where the frequency is 106.4. www.zfmstereo.co.zw is how you can listen to us. Is, is where you can I, uh, I beg your pardon I'm not sure what happened there is where you can listen to us uh, online just follow us on Twitter at ZFM Stereo also on our Facebook facebook.com forward slash ZFM Stereo to get updates as we fi- as they happen also at ZFM News where you can get live uh, Twitter updates off the show as we go uh, get involved with the discussion and uh, now to get uh, oh, I need to remind you of our WhatsApp number is 0731 for you to take part in this discussion I will give you that one number as we, a number again as we go we're back here again uh, doctors and nurses in fact healthcare professionals have gone on strike again the government and civil servants have been at loggerheads about salaries uh, with a number of meetings being conducted at the National Joint uh, National Councils. A number of them have happened. Now, doctors have announced that they're now going through industrial action, suggesting the talks have not been uh, fruitful. So we're going to find out what the uh, where the wheels fell off and what the way forward is. And in the studio, I've got um, the health workers APEX team leader and a specialist physician in Dr. Tapio Anashiko Sotera, as well as in the, uh, Dr. Inoplongo, who is a nurse by training. Uh, welcome to the program. Uh, the first question I'm asking, I'll start with you, uh, Dr. Sotera. How much are you currently earning as doctors? Thank you very much, Larry, for having us uh, this evening. Um, the question of how much healthcare workers is, it's, it's really dependent on the level at which you're working at. But let me say that uh, the earnings for all civil servants are in two forms. You have a US dollar component, which the government calls an allowance. Um, that's adding up to 175 US dollars. Um, which is paid as a bank transfer into an individual's nostril account. Um, and that is matched with the actual salary. So whenever we talk about salaries for health workers or for civil servants, it's the ZWL component because that is what contributes to your pension. That is the actual salary. The US dollar component, it's a gesture from government. Nobody knows when it's um, going to end because the government has called it a token and an allowance. So we prefer to talk about the salary, which is actually what you earn based on your grade, based on your training. And um, this ranges from as little as $18,000 for the lowest paid employee um, to about $48,000 for people in grades E4 and E5. So those are the current salaries for civil servants at the moment. So, uh, essentially, we talk about this uh, allowance. Uh, are you saying that it is, just so, so that I understand and be clear, it's, an, uh, it's, it's a token, you call it, and it doesn't go towards your pension, it, it just comes as is? Precisely that. Um, it, it's, we cannot even claim to have negotiated it. It, it. it came as an act of 
it's really the government that gave this allowance. It doesn't contribute to your pension. There's no differentiation depending on the level. I could put it to you that as a specialist, I earn 175 US dollars and so does someone else who may have a, a lower qualification. So there's no distinction. So it's, it's really, it's a token. Let's call it what it is. It's a token from government and they have not been clear as to how long healthcare workers will have this. Um, nor are they willing to negotiate around it because to them it's an allowance, it's a token. They've called it a COVID-19 allowance and a cushion allowance. But um, we cannot plan our lives on the basis of that. You can't even borrow um, from a bank on the back of that allowance. So it's not bankable. So we prefer to talk about the actual salary, the stuff that appears on your payslip. That allowance doesn't actually appear on your payslip. So then the next question I ask is, uh, what have been the outcomes of your meetings with your employer? So, Larry, the background is that we've actually not been talking. And, and this is the biggest issue we've had with the employer. Our employer is the health service board, which in turn reports to the ministry. Um, with the exception of the meeting they called this afternoon after our action, we'd last had a meeting in April 2021. That's an astonishing 14 months with no conversations between the employer and the employees. Let that sink in for a moment. So the question I'm asking is, so just to be clear, uh, the meetings that you've been calling for is with the Health Services Board, not necessarily, because uh, there's been suggestion that uh, what you've been calling for was meetings with the minister himself, uh, whereas people said, no, the employer is actually the Health Services Board. I understand the reporting structures, but ultimately your employer is the Health Services Board. So the employer is the Health Services Board, but uh, over and above that, Larry, um, Employees, um, by nature, should have regular audience with their minister. It follows. Um, In December 2021, there was a meeting convened by the minister in Victoria Falls, um, the National Health Strategy. The employees were not invited. So just think about crafting a national strategy and the biggest player, human resources, were not invited. But then someone could ask that uh, shouldn't your player have canvassed your opinion and gotten it uh, represented there? This actually is the, the you've just summarized the problem that that hasn't been happening. So we can talk about the recent uh, um, rejected bill, the health service amendment bill. We were never consulted. The doctors, the nurses, the healthcare workers, there's not a single association that the ministry consulted in coming up with that draft. But so, then I could ask when you talk about the health service uh, amendment bill. So sorry, I just I want so that people at home understand how the structure is working. So I, I ask these follow-up questions so they understand. Someone to say, look, you could have just uh, submitted your your thoughts to Parliament like every other citizen gets to do the, through the parliamentary pro- processes. The, the, I think you let's, let me take a step back. Hmm. Whenever we're trying to build a system, we build it together. We're supposed to work together because that bill primarily affects the workers. So it's incumbent on the minister to have, through his associates and through his team, to have sought the opinion. What you suggested is the reverse. It's like a father who's trying to plan a holiday trip. And instead of seeking the children's opinion about where to go, he buys a ticket and to north korea and then says you guys should have canvassed me regarding the the holiday trip we're having it is incumbent on the ministry and the minister to have sought the opinion 
which hasn't happened so the, let me let me not let me bring you back to the issue at hand there has been no engagement for 14 months between the health services board between the ministry and the healthcare workers and that's part of the bigger problem we've lost more than 3000 health workers in the last 3 years through frustration brain drain um and and i can tell you um more are going to leave the morale in the health sector is currently at its lowest point and i have a few things to share with you as we go with the show but the biggest reason why we are where we are today is that there hasn't been any meaningful engagement they have engaged us today but that's really because we took to the streets and made noise and it's truly avoidable we've written over seven letters in 14 months so it's truly avoidable so no, i i want to sort of like to to close off that other topic and Dr. Dongo you, you're free to come in on on this discussion um I, I tell you as online content creators something that I do in some other part of my day when there was these Zimbabwe Media Commission and all those other th- bills and so forth that were being put together online content creators submitted their thoughts uh, to parliament and so forth so somebody sitting at home would say sure the conversation was not being had with you directly on the health service amendment but i'm just giving that as an example is to understand if you exhausted those means to say unless the minister comes to talk to us for something that affects us then we're not really going to do anything so that's what i'm sort of hearing instead of a situation that say okay if they're not going to listen to the health services board sorry it's not going to listen to us directly we'll go through a parliamentary process is this do you think that there might have been a missed opportunity there the reason why the bill was rejected was because we did just that so it's not like we're sitting on our laurels mm. waiting for the minister to walk up to us that's not how it works we made submissions and petitions and uh, my colleague here will begin to tell you in depth the submissions we made and i believe and i we have incredible gratitude to the health workers who attended the meetings and the hearings so the decision made by parliament was influenced to the great extent by our input directly written submissions attending the presentations so we've done that and successfully the bill has been rejected at this moment in time but the fact still stands is things have taken a wrong turn there's no engagement 0731-168045. We're just going to quickly go on to, if you just add to that, but then, and then we move on to what is true, how we've gotten to where we are. But you just want, uh, Dr. Dongo, who's a nurse by training, you want to tell us a bit about uh, what he mentioned, uh, the submissions. Thank you, Lori. Yes, um, definitely. We are an important uh, stakeholder as far as health delivery system is concerned. And the health workers, there is no way that we can talk of a, a, a bill uh, that deals with the uh, health workers uh, and the health delivery system as a whole without uh, talking about, without inf- uh, involving the health worker themselves. So that was a, 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 a grossly mistake on part of the ministry uh, to craft uh, the, uh, that piece of uh, legislation uh, without consulting, without involving the health workers. And later when we discovered that uh, this has been done, the process they have jumped uh, the, the consultation uh, 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 process as the ministers themselves we uh, quickly uh, convene and and written and submit to parliament uh, our um, uh, observations as far as that bill is concerned and we are happy that most of the uh, points that have been raised by the parliamentary uh, portfolio committee on health uh, uh, they have come from us uh, as health workers 
0731-168045. That's the number you can get it us, uh, with us in the studio. Back to you to uh, Dr. Kusotera. Uh, in case you're joining us, we're talking about the doctor's industrial action that uh, began today, includes nurses and other uh, specialists and, and things of that nature. And what are the implications for you so far? What do you think of the discussion? Do you have an understanding? Is there something that you want to ask uh, the representatives? Representatives, I beg your pardon, of the healthcare workers about what is going on. Um, the question is, what is the way forward? That's good. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But we, right now, we want to figure out how we got here. And that's where we ask, what has triggered this, your industrial action? So, the, the trigger or the last straw, because we've been, uh, you know, in Shona, there is a phrase that says, and, and, and uh, loosely translated, the, the quietest child is often rewarded with treats. That's loosely a loose translation of that. We've been quiet, trying to follow the channels, um, but breaking point has come. We are all alive to the fact that the economy has um, deteriorated precipitously, particularly in the last three months. The rates of the effective rates, I, I don't like calling it power market rates. I like to call them the effective rate because that's really what governs prices and the cost of goods and services. The effective rate has moved very significantly. Larry, there are people who earned 18,000 ZWL or 18,000 Zimbabwean dollars a few days ago. And the effective rate is somewhere around 600. Um, the bank rate is 300. And somebody earned $18,000. So between 30 and 60 US dollars, depending on which rate you use. And, and this is a grown adult, a parent, a sibling, a father, um, and you get to take home 18,000 um, Zimbabwe dollars. And this was, it's no longer a case of when we aren't even being emotional. It just can't. It, you know, as a child, one minus five, you would say it can't, right? We are asking healthcare workers to do the impossible. And so the final trigger is the, the abject poverty in which many healthcare workers, particularly this month, where the, the, it's, it's really impossible. Everything has gone up. Fuel, bread, um, um, electricity. Just you think of anything, rice, um, cerealac, diapers, everything has gone up. So really, it's, we've reached a point where even the most long-suffering among us are unable. So given that uh, scenario, I mean, I think you sent out a... a an intention, uh, a letter that came out uh, last week that said you intended to engage in industrial action on uh, on Monday. There were other points that were in there. Do you want to share share them with us, Doctor Gott? Yes, um, but we on Friday last week uh, we convened. We 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 sent uh, uh, a letter to help us about uh, really uh, talking about the dialogue that we haven't uh, have any dialogue since. Um, uh, 2021 uh, April, which is 14 months from uh, from then up to now, we also uh, requested uh, the issue of uh, salary to be reviewed, because uh, as has been said by my colleague, uh, it's pathetic for somebody to receive uh, 18,000 uh, RTGS and you are expected to take that money to take you uh, through the month, uh, and it's not possible. Looking at transport, looking at rentals. Uh, school fees and other uh, services that you want. And we, we would expect government, even without any dialogue with any worker, 
to be re, to be real as far as the issue of salary is concerned uh government has approved uh, the user fees in terms uh, uh, for example hospital fees uh admissions a uh, 12 US dollar at bank rate on, so that one on its own it was supposed to be the same as far as the salary is concerned because keeping somebody uh, receiving uh 18000 rtgs and you expect that person to come to work to send their children to school to 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 bath to buy uh, groceries with what has happened in the economy for the past uh, uh three months uh, the volatility of the uh, zimbabwean dollar it's it's it's, it's a nightmare then uh, we, we 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 also uh, 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 talked about the 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 the, uh, the environment the working environment uh, in our hospitals uh it's really pathetic uh there is no uh, uh, paracetamol there the simplest uh, uh, painkiller uh, in the world uh, the cheapest one is is not available in our uh, institutions uh, you, you know health workers they spend their most of their time at a hospital level uh, at a hospital uh, at their working place uh, 24/7 uh, manning the hospital looking after the the, the 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 patients but without required resources no equipment uh uh no sanitaries no no gloves no water no sanitizer no ppes no face mask so people have uh, uh demoralized uh, to the extent that they they they, they have seen that kusiri kufande kupi when we were coming here I, I was told by somebody to say ndakato dzingwa kare because people expect the government to react in in a nasty way as they used to do for example to say we have had all the nurses and doctors and people were saying no 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 if i i received 18000 rtgs it's like ndakato dzingwa if i go to a workplace which is not safe the environment that i spend most of my time which is not safe for me and my family then it's like it's the it's, it's same like ndakato dzingwa then you look at the issue of uh, a brain drain which we think is not being addressed uh, properly uh, by the ministry and not the ss board not at all. it's not actually addressed because you can see that there is a lot of burnout right now our senior nurses senior doctors well experienced health workers have left the country and we are now uh, uh, having students coming into uh, in, into the practical without mentorship there no one to mend them so the, the the problem that we are now that we have right now the, its effect are going to be seen in 2 to 3 years to come when you are going to produce uh students uh, th- that are not well trained because you know a healthy uh, uh, delivery system is all about practical you get your theory where we understand the tutors the lecturers the seniors have also gone and what it means is there is a disaster that area then when they are done with the theoretical uh, 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 part they have to come for practicals in the, in 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 the wards in the in, in the hospitals and there are no mentorship but everyone is quiet as if there is nothing that is happening so the few people that have left in those uh, hospitals manning those hospitals they have now been out they are not being taken care of they are really stressed they are, they are demotivated and this is being done without involvement of the workers the workers so all what we are saying is the workers we need to be involved as far as the health delivery system is concerned because after talking all these issues the most affected people are the ordinary zimbabweans the ordinary citizens who relies on public hospitals because they will go to a hospital to a demotivated health worker they will go to a hospital where they are going to spend 2 3 hours in a queue because you've got few 
uh, health personnel. We don't have uh, enough uh, resources. We talk of uh, thermometers. We talk of BP machines. The simplest thing in this, which cost around a BP machine, is costing something like twenty US dollar, thirty US dollar. But you find one in a hospital or in a department whereby it has to take uh, so many hours to take the, the, the uh, hundred people uh, their BPs at a hospital level and this has created this has deteriorated the health delivery system and we are on our waste ever as far as the health delivery system is concerned so we are saying as health workers we believe people that are in in the offices as far as the health delivery system is concerned they were appointed or they were uh, employed by the government and they should serve the government well so those people who are denying the health workers a chance to talk to the minister a chance uh, to dialogue they are the enemies of the state they are the enemies of the president because they don't want to see the ordinary zimbabwean getting services efficiently so are you saying because you're saying there are people who are standing in the way have you evidence that there are people who are stopping you from having engagement with the ministry yes myself personally i believe that why uh we always write uh dr Sotra, i've mentioned that we had uh, uh seven letters that we've sent uh through herself's board and uh, we always got uh, an answer to say uh, your appointments, your, 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 your process to engage, to talk is between the permanent secretary and the minister. You won't get a clear answer. There is nothing like that in this world. For, for the past 14 good months, and we believe the president and the minister, who is the vice president, they are being told lies about the health workers. There is no way in this world where you can have uh, uh, the whole of a minister not talking to their uh, 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 employees. Then that's not that's not correct at all. Why why are we saying so? We got a lot of uh, information from the government spokesperson and other people that everything is well as far as the minister of health is concerned. When we are not talking to them, then where are they got that, in, that information that everything is it's 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 fine. Oh seven three one one six eight zero four five. Summer says, uh, "Thank you very much, Mazivis from Harare." Says the government, in order to abate industrial action, should uh, address and arrest civil servant salaries. We hear twelve billion dollar mining targets and other economic targets, but why can't a roadmap be set to address the salaries than to remain training ground uh, for the countries which offer better salaries? Uh, so. Uh, they say, say the own Ministry of Finance should think over this and, and uh, say someone say, continues to say the economy is destined depends on the disposal income among civil servants if ignored it's time for uh, it's, t- it's a time bomb for the government uh, we will come to that because uh, they, 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 I want to still get, I still want to get back to the strike itself what are you hoping to achieve uh, with the strike action what we're trying to do Larry is to bring to firstly the authorities attention the issues at hand um because as my colleague has mentioned what we're sitting on is an it's it's actually a massive time bomb it's like a nuclear bomb of problems um the effects of which are wide-ranging the deterioration we are speaking about is at all levels if you go to the university of zimbabwe there are issues there the departments have been completely decimated the quality of the training in my opinion has taken a nosedive and i would know because i've 
somewhat peripherally involved with the university. Um, if you think about the training of nurses, the, the issues we're talking about, Larry, are not going to go away. And even if we miraculously solve the problems, it's going to take us five to ten years to undo the damage that's been done now. So what we are hoping to do is to shine a spotlight on the issues it's let me let me put it this way it's not about money while money is absolutely important our goal is to and that's why we appreciated being on your show larry our goal is to make people aware that if you are living in zimbabwe with the current crisis and the way the health sector is being managed um there are going to be problems and and it's a knock-on effect if if there is a problem if there's a problem in the public sector, um, some of those people end up in the private sector. So even if you say, I don't need to go to Pari, therefore I'm not concerned about what's happening here. The people who are going to look after you in the private sector are probably products of this very system. So the, the problems building the health sector are at multiple levels. Training, University of Zimbabwe, NAST, you go into the nursing schools. It, it's, it's, and that's why we are trying to draw the nation's attention. We're trying to draw the minister. And a lot of what we've done is to try and, as my colleague has said, reach over um, reach over the, the, the barriers that may be there, bureaucracies, as it were, and, and get the point out there that we, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But sometimes people are left with no options to get the message across. The morale is extremely low. In fact, I think it's hazardous to be looked after by a dejected healthcare worker. And I can tell you reasons. Instead of um, meeting with the health workers to talk about the issues, you know what the government has done? They have put in place draconian measures to prevent health workers from leaving. So a doctor needs something called a certificate of good standing, which is basically a letter that points out that you, are, you haven't done anything wrong for you to seek training or employment abroad. The government has illegally prevented the issuing of those certificates as a way of stopping the exit of doctors. As opposed to actually talking and saying, what do we need to do? Can we get buy-in? Let's, let's form a partnership. Let's work together on this. The government's suggestion is, strategy is, block them. Um, the nurses need something called a letter of verification, which is what they need when they seek employment. And what does the government do? It blocks that too. The nurses need their diplomas. What does the government do? They withhold the release of the diplomas. They, and, and, and so that's the problem. Another reason for low morale is the use of propaganda when dealing with real people's lives. You will hear the Minister of Finance will say, we bought buses, we bought cafeterias. None of that is real. It's, uh, we, we challenge people to come and show us a working cafeteria. Just this afternoon, the Health Service Board reported that renovations have already started. But I bet you most Zimbabweans are of the opinion that doctors and nurses get free meals at work. But that's not true. So and the question I'm asking is, again, I get back to your direct employer, which is the Health Services Board. It's, it's all very well to talk about the minister at this point. You're just saying you're informing about what's happening. But I'm saying going to your direct employer, uh, are you saying that somewhere between the, the, the breakdown in the relationship has gotten so bad that you have had to go this way? That's number one. And secondly, 
someone sitting at home and say, this is not the first time that the doctors have gone on strike in recent years. In fact, it became almost an annual thing. But what is different this time? Because I could just say, okay, maybe we'll just wait it out another three months and they'll get back. So you, you've brought in an important point, which is um, have things gotten that bad? And now my simple answer is yes. I don't want to speculate why, but my simple answer is is yes. And And the evidence is 14 years. If this was a marriage... The judge would rule that this marriage is irretrievably broken if they have not lived as man and woman for 14 months. So things have gotten that bad. That's to answer the first question. The second question is, is this not an anthem or it's a chorus? Aren't we going round and round? The, the issue is we have a moral and ethical obligation to raise alarm when things are going wrong. And, and, and in some way, we are raising alarm yet again about the continued deterioration in the quality, in the spectrum of healthcare service. In a way, we are trying to draw people's alarm. If we keep saying the same thing, Larry, it may mean that nobody is listening. If we keep coming back on strike every two years, whatever time frame it may be, perhaps maybe the problem isn't the doctors and the nurses. Maybe the problem is that nobody is listening. Maybe government isn't paying attention to the things that we've spoken about. And I can tell you the themes remain the same. 2019, 2018, the themes remain exactly the same. Equipment, um, staff training, staff um, remuneration. Um, healthcare is different from many other fields. The biggest asset is the human resource. And if we keep coming back and saying, treat them better, COVID came. And COVID showed every other country in the world that healthcare workers are important. And as far as I know, most countries are upscaling recruitment. They are doing the very best to keep healthcare workers. In Zimbabwe, it's as if COVID never happened. It's as if we've never realized just how important. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. The couple of messages that are in and also want to talk about uh, some of the critics that have come out. And as well, to find out more, as we said, what the way forward is, how far is this, uh, this uh, strike action is uh, going to go? And what we also wanted to find out what they're hoping to achieve uh, and that sort of thing. You listen to ZFM Stereo, my station, your station, the hardest radio in town. We're turning up the beats. I just need your hit music station. Let's go. I'm no good at goodbye. You ain't my boyfriend. Beautiful people. Top designer clothes. How do you sleep when you lie to me? You're home for hit music. It's Z. The platform. Step up and, and speak out. You are still tuned into ZFM Stereo, my station, your station, the hottest radio in town. We are talking about the doctor's industrial action and its implications. Some of them have sounded dire. Uh, do you th- agree with the doctors that it's uh, gotten that bad? Or are you, do you think they're exaggerating the question? Somebody, is it an annual thing? Somebody says doctor, uh, on 0731-168045, Dr. Lombard's job is to represent health workers. If they didn't manage to have a meeting with their employer and minister, isn't that they're failing to do their job simple? We're tired of the back and forth. How would you not answer that one? 
Thank you very much. Um, as I've said before, that we believe uh, there was a lot of bureaucracy. Uh, there are people who have taken advantage uh, of the minister uh, as the vice president uh, of this country, uh, which we simply everyone knows that uh, it's not like uh, he is a phone call away uh, from us as workers. Uh, there is channels uh, to be able to meet the vice president of this country. And this has been taken advantage by those who surrounds uh, the minister. We talk of the permanent secretary, we talk of the directors, the principal directors, the chief directors in the ministry. We talk of the health service board itself. Because whenever we try to engage, whenever we try uh, to make sure that we can have a meeting with the minister, we were told the minister sent us, said one, two, three. They will be telling us what the minister has said and uh, making sure that uh, they don't facilitate, they don't process our appointments uh, to meet the minister. It's not only the Zimbabwe Nurses Association uh, or, or only the Doctors Association that haven't met the minister. It's all the entire health uh, uh, service associations. We have never been given a chance because of that, the bureaucracy. And we believe that the uh, uh, culprits as far as the uh, current situation which we are uh, is concerned because uh, uh, you, 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 you look at whenever you write a letter, it's being responded by somebody, either uh, a chief uh, director at the ministry or the permanent secretary or the houses board and they will not tell us what exactly uh, is supposed to be so this one on its own we, uh, we, we have done our part we have done our part we believe as representative uh, of workers, we have done our part since uh, for the past 14 months. We have written seven letters uh, requesting for, the, for, 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 for us to meet either the, 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 the permanent secretary, uh, the health service board officially, or the minister. Let me tell you how uh, a hepatitis is constituted. Uh, as the workers, you, we meet, we select our team, and we select uh, Dr. Kusotera as our team leader and other unions. Then we, we become uh, health apex. And we submitted it to the health service board for them to, 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 to for, for, for endorsement of the minister. For the, that was in April 2021 until today. And we were only told today by the health service board after we have acted that there was a lot of bureaucracy in the ministry. That's why your letter was not endorsed. So what by, you're saying is you got this from the health services board that... It was bouncing somewhere around in the ministry and not getting to the minister. Are you saying that they put themselves on record with you for saying that? Exactly. Yes. So it's clear that there is somebody who was taking advantage, who didn't want the health workers to meet the minister so that we can uh, uh, divulge uh, the, the issues that are, are there in the, in, 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 in the Ministry of Health. And they were taking advantage because of, you know, if somebody uh, is incompetent, they don't want to be reported of whatever that they do. And they really know, and they are quite sure that uh, there is no way that we can call the vice president as a person and say, uh, vice president, I want to see you. It's not possible, which is different from other ministers. Because of the portfolio, we respect him. And we have given a chance. For the past two years, since 2020, when the vice president was appointed, and have okay, so have you Larry, have you, have Larry, you decided? Just no, just, just 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 this, this question. Talking about normally takes less than two weeks. It's been 14 months. 
Normally, that's the next question I was asked. Like, what's the time frame that uh, one can get a meeting? That's number one. Number two, uh, what I want to ask is, you mentioned the fact that there's somebody, you've probably been given indications of where the bureaucracy and the bottlenecks were happening place. Has there been any indication that this will be addressed or it's just been reported? So, so Larry, what we don't want to do is we don't want to speculate, okay? What was said in an official meeting is that the delay was due to bureaucracy. Okay, so let's leave it at that. Okay. What we don't want to do is we don't want to speculate. It's unhelpful. Oh, uh, is and that going to be fixed, the bureaucracy um, issue? I, we, it has been put on record um, that the workers have asked that this be looked into why there's such a delay. Um, but it's really the bureaucracy and the delays and all what's have happened, we don't want to speculate because it draws attention from the real issue. The real issue is Zimbabweans need to pay attention to our public health care. Because we all need it. Whether it's a ground ambulance, whether it's the actual hospitals. Um, you know, a typical admission in a private hospital costs between two and three thousand dollars. If you get a pneumonia and you pitch up at the Avenues Clinic or any other similar private institution, you're likely going to need a one and a half thousand dollars for the treatment of your pneumonia. Most of us need uh, the 10, 12, 13, 14 million of us need a working public health sector. And a working public health sector includes motivated, well-trained, well-equipped health workers. And, the, and, and that's what we, had, we... I don't want us to... I have to bring us back to the core issue. No, no, we're moving away from that now. Uh, you, you've answered the question, so yeah. I'm, I'm very well answered. Uh, there are some critics that will argue that the doctors, uh, being a doctor is a calling, and uh, going on strike... Uh, if someone goes on strike, then they do not care for the sick. How would you respond to that? Um, the, you know, over the years we've had the the issue about the Hippocratic oath, and and that doctors are calling, and 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 you know, I'm a man of a religious persuasion. I believe the Lord uses all people. Um, I believe some are called to be mechanics, and some are called to be gardeners, and and some are called to be engineers, and some are called to be lawyers, and some like myself and Mr. Dongo are healthcare workers. Um. um we don't want to begin to divulge the kind of trauma. You know, the, you know, one of the first rules of medicine is do no harm, right? It's do no harm. To, that's one of the first rules. Um, I think the current health sector as it is, the current setup and the situation prevailing in our hospitals, I think in some instances we're doing more harm than good. Watching people die because they can't afford an antibiotic you know can cure them. I, I'm a physician and one of the things I treat is common infections, you know. There, sometimes you know that this person needs antibiotic A. And antibiotic A is not available at the hospital, but at the local pharmacy it's available. And you see somebody die. I, I just want you to reflect on that, Larry, because sometimes when people talk about healthcare workers, they imagine we've got no feelings and we don't care what happens to the people we look after. Night after night. Um, you should ask the spouses of healthcare workers. We carry home the burden of seeing people die before their time. A good example, and I like this example because it's very topical, because uh, Mr. Shingono Hopewell has been making fuss about it. There isn't a working radiotherapy machine in the country at the moment. Larry, do you know how it feels to see a patient with cancer, which you could easily treat, that they are dying? So it's very easy for people to judge and say healthcare workers, they're just money hungry. But people should 
pause and reflect on the burden that we carry. And if I come and I say, Larry, you should know, you should know that there's a real issue. And if we keep saying the same thing, like I said earlier on, maybe somebody's not listening. So the goal is we want to deal with the issues of remuneration. So what are the demands in that respect? So, so, so we, we want the government to review um, primarily our health-specific allowances. We know that there is a civil service-wide um, cost of living adjustment. And so we've kind of, for the time being, allowed government to continue their deliberations. Um, what we are calling our health-specific allowances, or call them odd-hour allowances. Um, we work night and day. We leave our families. We work weekends. We work long days. And the government has previously acknowledged this by paying out certain incentives. We didn't even ask for a raise. Can you believe that, Larry? We didn't even ask for a raise. We just asked government to restore the very things that the same government had given health workers before. What oh, when was this? So we, we've got numbers dating back as far as 2018. These are things that we've already agreed on. So we're not introducing new amounts. Uh, you know, as far as the amounts were concerned, it was like a two-minute segment. We simply said, uh, dear employer, remember this agreement from 2018 with these specific amounts? Do you mind just bringing them back to, into place? We're not actually asking for something new. The fact of the matter is the government could see, the employer could see the loss of value and did not act. You know, you know, they, they could have easily come two weeks ago or a month ago and offered an, 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 an increase without provocation, without all this fuss. So we want, number one, the health-specific uh, allowances to be re restored to their actual value. We have, we face the highest risk from COVID-19. We want the government to, again, rebase and repay out the risk allowances. Um, that, you know, one of the things we're talking about is healthcare workers who contracted COVID on the job. And I know lots of civil servants will say we're at risk for COVID, but you and I agree that the nurse who's looking after a patient with pneumonia, which turns out to be COVID, has the highest risk. And yet, do you know what the COVID risk allowance was? Can I humor you? How much was that? 12,000 won for so, working in a red zone for working in the hottest section of the COVID ward so do you have specific figures because you're saying these the, what are the demands and also somebody asked the state of the economy can they be uh, can, they, can, can the government do these so, things so, so, so no, I'm just Mr. asking Mr. Dongo kind of brought the point home when he says the government itself the government itself has put the cost of hospital services in US dollars at the prevailing bank rate so a chest x-ray beginning this june a chest x-ray is 25 us dollars at the prevailing bank rate even the government itself acknowledges that a price that is not moving is is not a price at all even the government itself acknowledges that but when it comes to salaries oh no we we can't be having moving salaries. okay for for people at home i wanted to hear what the uh, Finance Minister Professor Mtuling will say the government will not be pegging salaries in US dollars. Uh, and this is what he had to say. Madam Speaker, ma'am. 
that is a proposal that you'll not remember is just put on the table. He has proposed that we should peg salaries of uh, civil servants in US dollars. We are not ready to do that. Our counting currency is Zimbabwe dollar. We peg and a budget in this house in Zimbabwe dollars. In the discussions that were involved in modern speaker, ma'am, as we discuss how to improve salaries, we are taking into account the current inflation levels and the hike in prices in our shops. So I can assure uh, the Honorable Member Melissa that in reviewing salaries, we are taking into account the levels of inflation, the hike in prices, and also what we've done as a government is to allow uh, private players and citizens to bring in basic commodities duty-free. This is designed to make sure that we put down on pressure on price hikes and we also introduce further competition into the market and we've seen some monopolies really try to take advantage of the situation and want to make sure that they are not successful in doing that. So there the minister says, look, we budget in Zimbabwe dollars and that includes salaries and so forth. So we can't do it. What's your what's your response to that? We, we you know, look, Larry, um, <laughs> uh, we've asked them, even as a minimum, to treat salaries the same way they're treating everything else. The, the government is duplicitous. On one hand, uh, imagine the Honorable Minister talks about civil servants importing groceries. With what? With what? The government says we, 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 I could for a moment just close my eyes and forget the US dollars. What we're saying is even within that ZWL, pay me enough to make a living. You know, one of the questions we posed is, um, I said, we asked the employer to show us a service station that sells fuel in ZWL. As a specialist myself and my colleagues and Mr. Dongo here is very senior in the profession. We are required to drive and get about. I simply asked them to show me a service station that has fuel in ZWO. Do you know a station, Larry, where we can find fuel in ZWO? Yet, yet the government expects me to, to somehow work a miracle and purchase the fuel which they review, how often, Larry? Maybe twice a month or weekly sometimes? So, so the government is, is I think the Honorable Minister uh, is being economical with the truth. And, and again, this is what we say when we say morale is plummeting. It's pronouncements like this. And if I could send a message to the President, I would say that the President ought to have a chat with the Minister of Finance. Proca so propaganda then, no, doesn't help. So what I would then want to ask is then if you're having such a situation where there's there's such a huge departure between where you saying you are for example uh, obviously the 100 percent uh salary increase increase this weekend uh that was announced that has had no effect on on your on your on your intentions uh the question somebody asked wasn't that a show of good faith and could you not negotiate from that position Larry, the current inflation rate year on year is 131%. And by reasonable estimates, that's an underestimate. Others have put it between 324, others up to 450%. We are eagerly awaiting the inflation statistics for the month that when they're released. So, the what I'm saying, no, but the question so, so remains. I'm answering, your the question, question remains I'm answering your question. As a show of good faith, would you question. not have negotiated from Our that position? Awarding an increase that is lower than inflation cannot be seen as good faith. If you can award an increase that is lower than the current inflation rate, 
remember year on year means that the price of bread from a year ago is 134 percent up that's what it means right so if you award an increase that is lower than inflation rate um, the very bare minimum economists will tell you that the very bare minimum in increases is to match inflation so if our inflation is moving faster and you offer 100 percent you you the worker is worse off in fact i would say i would rather go back to last year than take the 100 percent increment so the, the very bare minimum the minister was supposed to offer uh, an increase um, bare minimum and I don't believe the Zimstat statistics anyway, but the bare minimum was going to be the 131%, probably 250% when the statistics are released again. So a half-done job is not a complete job. And it's a little too late, Larry. The boat sailed, the horses have bolted, people have suffered, uh, the children have been brought back from school. It's a good faith is before we went on strike, they should have come on board. And just to add on that one, uh, the 100%, 100% of nothing is nothing. You cannot talk of 100% of 18,000, uh, which will give you around uh, 36,000. Uh, RTGS, 36,000 Zimbabwean dollar. And that is not if, if using the the, 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 the the bank rate and the and the black market it's it's between uh, thirty and, and fifty US dollar a month. And you expect somebody with a family to to, to render one room in Glenview, Budiriro, it's costing sixty US dollar right now as we speak. And you you are giving somebody uh thirty uh, US dollar and you expect that person to, to go to work, feed their families. That, that, that's that, that, that's not uh, correct, and that's that's not supposed to be announced or talked by the Home Minister. It's really pathetic. So, what happens if the government does not meet your department? So, I mean, meet your demands. Sorry. So, so what, what's going to happen is, um, and <laughs> it's already happened before, and it's happening now. Resignations. That's often the end result. So, people will try and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And if nothing comes out, and I can call me a prophet, Larry, we will see mass resignations at all levels. And, and I can speak authoritatively for the level at which I practice medicine. At. If nothing is done, you should expect, and you can call me back at the station in three to six months' time, call me back, Larry, and I'll have hardcore statistics to show you the number of resignations. In fact, they're happening. If you would invite, for example, the dean of the University of Zimbabwe and talk about the university, you will be shocked by the amount of resignations. Walk into all the departments, all the senior nursing staff, all the senior laboratory staff, all the senior radiographers. It's, it's, I think we're just not talking enough about it. So if there's no meaningful progress, I'm quite sure, like as before, people will go back to work. And it's not victory for anybody because people will resign. So the question then being, you talked about three to six months. Are you indicating that uh, people are willing to hold out that long? Uh, that's number one. And number two, somebody who's cynical would say, hey, look, people are just looking for a reason to resign. Um, on the contrary, that's not the case at all. Um, I've only used three to six months' time as a reference point where you and I can revisit this discussion and I'll be able to provide statistics. The fact is resignations are happening all the time. And it's, it's, it's so important for, for people to realize that um, if a baby in a hospital is crying, if the nurses ignore the baby, 
When the baby goes quiet, something has gone wrong. The baby is probably dead. And, and that's the same thing we're talking about. The fact that health workers go quiet doesn't necessarily mean that the problem is gone. It just means that there's a, uh, <laughs> the system is dying. And Larry, I can tell you, things are getting worse by the day. And we hope the public will support us. They will hold their members of parliament accountable. We hope that parliamentarians will take the issue of the health crisis and put it in the centerfold and put it and let it be a topic of discussion. That's what we are hoping for. And just to add on that one, we, we are the most patriotic uh, people or, or, or citizens or a profession in this country. Our jobs, uh, we, we are really in demand uh, regionally uh, and internationally. But we are very patriotic to the extent that we are still here uh, giving services under those difficult uh, circumstances. And uh, we are still serving uh, our people. Uh, without any salaries uh, to talk about. And that is to be taken into consideration whenever our government is making their decisions as far as the health workers is concerned. Uh, during the COVID-19, some most of the countries recognized their health deliveries, their health uh, workers uh, through incentivizing them. And, uh, and, and so many uh, favors that we done as far as the health workers are concerned. But here in Zimbabwe, nothing. We cannot talk of anything that was specific for health workers that was given. So before we round up, uh, is there a date for a uh, future meeting with Health Services Board uh, to follow up from the one today? And secondly, um, you, you talked about three... I mean, I'm going to go back to three, six months. I know you're using it for effect. But is this um, strike indefinite? I hope not, Larry. There's there's significant human cost to these kind of things. I I hope not. The truth of the matter is today the government didn't bring an offer. They came on a fact-finding mission. The ball is swelly in the government's court, the employer's court, to put an offer. And let me put, let for avoidance of doubt, we are happy to meet tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. And if the government has a meaningful offer, based on our discussions today. We can put this thing to an end as quickly as it began. And life can go back to whatever it was before today. So we just we just want this. I want it to be short and brief. It benefits nobody to have a drawn out impasse with the employer. So the question I ask again is, um, you haven't set a follow-up meeting yet. That meeting will be set by the government so the the process is the procedure within these negotiating panels it is the government that invites the workers when the government has an offer so just as we met today at the invitation of the employer uh the next meeting it is the employer who will then say well come in we have an offer and so we can't even determine when the next meeting is that will be determined by the employer when they are ready to table an offer. It can be tomorrow. They can take a week. We don't know what they do in between the meetings. But what I can tell you is that the date of the next meeting is determined by the employer. But that, did you suggest anything or that was never even discussed today? We suggested that we can meet tomorrow. But of course, it's not going to happen. But we, 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 we don't want this to draw out. Remember, uh, the last time things like this happened, workers ended up being fired. We don't... Uh, 
Any leader worth their worth and salt would not want to hurt their employees, their colleagues, or their patients. So my sincere prayer, genuinely, is that there's an offer tomorrow and we can put this to rest. Dr. Tapio Anasha Kusatera, the health workers Apex team leader, is a specialist uh, physician. I'm Mr. Enoch Dondo, who's a nurse by training. Thank you, Dongo, beg your pardon. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. And I'm hoping that the nation is informed. I'm hoping that those who needed to listen to this discussion are informed as well. Otherwise, yes, uh, that's it for this week's show. Uh, coming up uh, shortly, in about uh, three minutes or so, let's uh, chill out with our story. I will be back with you next week, but otherwise, take care of yourself and the people that you love. Uh, Stay tuned to ZFM Stereo and also keep yourself warm and, you know, and safe and social distance and all that other stuff. COVID-19 is still around. Otherwise, as I say from where I come from, my name is Larry Kuririai. Asibi, siasebenza. Take care of yourself.
Nirakana kavateri richinukchinga mizaipa chirongwa Our story, a narration without borders Sitarangdunzi chila, nire Sekuru mutimba nepasi Dinudaira murukuti nzwa raka jeka kuma TV mana Vakateri ravaruguma vazua Varuguma dokiro, varugucha Membe, nevaruguma oza nyemba Kuchivutu na wanika pa 99.8 Kama TV wangi Pa 105.1 Bedbridge 106.1 Mutora Shanga 97.6 Varugucha mani Nwanika pa 91.3 Cholocho 97.9 Marondera 106.4 Chitungwiza 106.4 Harare 106.4 Nasi pachirongwa chedu Tangarichifani rakungetina Mbuya mchadura Mamoyo na matapatira Na sikuru dimba Na samtasa Azi machimbiri Bataza kushika panu Panisha zungu wa bata Ameno kutichandu hiri Nemrio Machimbiri wabati kwa nechandu Kuchingati kudi Sekapachiro nguwache eduti Sekuru dimbayo wakwa nisakuya Jauna samtasa Tunukuchinga miza ipachiro nguwa Na sekuru Ayo waizema wukuka na hii Mtasa Zogu Na mkanya wuku Na wea tukuda kukurukula ni jayo Wanasekuru Ina wienguwa 
zedu ze chivanu isuzu kutipa chivanu tunoshandisa nguwa zakaita sei tunoona wa jinji izi mwenguwa maringene na uze chivanu izu uzu unuzu wa wazukuru wajiti ah kuna isi kuru isuzu tunona matanguwai utusha ya kutichirivu cha chuchiripa kuna matakuwa wakuta uro kundigubi na imzu uru e, tunona matanguwai tunosuma nguwai tunopira nguwai e, mwaka ino yera mutsikane magaridu ndi yipi e, mazuwa ano yera ndi hapi jii jatuno yeresa saka ndo jatuku kurukura ni jajo nazi nana sekuru saka ndichatanga ni mwezi wamdengawe ndoza watu wakuru vedu kajinji vaisha ndisa mwezi kune jinu jaitu kwa nejinu janga singa itwe kana mwezi zimwenguwa uruku marima pakuningi kwa kashima kunzi kwa katiko kuzi uti zimwenguwa mwezi paonengu urumutete kuzi uti mwezi paonengu wazara kana kuti mwezi urimutwa jii jaibatu kwa nguwa yoyo ni janga singa batwe kana uti jinobatu kwa nesinga batwe nukuti takati jai jinobashaita unge jinu janga pera Mm, Diatang <laughs> 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 Tikaringa mwezisu. Tinoti ezu ni mwezi weduka aswa uchiru kuna kukara uku. Kunyangu kuruku nzitine zireo satu dagubulita zingawa ziyo. Pakudagu titiro eguwa. Tinotari zato onotai wa uchiru mtete paone nguwati simuke simuke. Wagu no chena. Choti isu tibata nenao Kutipaone ngu wagu nubwaku wachena Tuwechi titova mba isu taka nangana nikuno chena kwa uku Tichivata nupinda mneri nonzi jena kuru Kuyenda kwa umwezi kuno nzi wagu nufa Tineti kuziva isu zuzira wezwedu zekuti kune mwezi wedu unoera Kukuti mwezi uyo au kwanise kutiti upiringishe paneshe lawe shedu isu umweche tepa gure mwezi wambuzi saka kuhutarisa kwa mwezi wedu isusu tinono uti yesu neshe paneshe kile daba au sati wakura wakuda kubwaono gara u tinomuka tijuri ngaru ngwana ngwana tuona uti vinoti kadakudai zireo shedu isu sosikira na mune mwezi wambuzi zina shukua zire kutitiji ita Taguto zirega Tumiri ya kundekwa zundekwa chena Kuruwati musikanema garido edu Urongwa wedu nezinu shedu jese za tunaita Ati isema date ya kuti 26, 27, 28 Toto tatisa mwezi uri mdenga Ndoo kufamba kwedi supachire ochedu chema garido Makari karika na inasi Tinotatisa mwezi wedu wedenga Zirewozi mwejete shonenguwa Atitarisengu 
unogara wini matenda wakatakura matenda saka wachinzu uchuone kwa uchinogara unototukwa uni kwa uchinogara kubi kumadokero kwa unovambira kumonikira kumadokera asu unofira kuno kumabazwa kuno simuka ni ni himwe nyele zino simuka ya unoto uona wati nasi mwezi wafa kana uri munu mwekunzi unosivaru nguanani nguanani wakuru we matara kwe pasi unosivona wati we nasi wafa kuruwa kuti mwezi wedu unofa kumadokero ujienda kumabazwa kungu unopenda ukusiku unotika uteza kunoti rororo zinongo itasuwaizu iskwela kuenda mkuwa shozo zino isu tinoona kautikati wafa nasuku tinema suweda tinoverenga kana maeri matatu kana pae ni wamwe ware ware wawano karapamisha kana matunu unotoona nekuti a zaga kuiza mwezi uya uya mtete uningu wakuda kuto imbisa unotanga kuonika panea ya anonzi mapenzi kaunetu kwa mafuku wae pajinzi fukuwe mapenzi mapenzi pana anonzi mapenzi asinga mire upenga asane mwaka wakuti shunosi mwaka shumbozi kia koita mafeni wanugara masangu wanumbonzi kisa masangu anuro wanazwe kutu unozoodi nasu urugara uku Kuchira <laughs> Zagadai panguwa ino ya tirukudasha tirukudaisu Sandifu Kunze neme pozi nemu wako wazu Nemafambira wazu Nemafambira wazu Zagapesa na nekufunga kwedi yusupa mifungu edu Sika zuchindi zwakati zunete kwa mwakaya kati Zwakadai zunete mwakaya kadai Zichibata ni zana Nipasiri no pazira tigerei ni 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 noti tera noti denga zira iro nofamba ni mwezi nesu vaire denga ndiona se guru kana ichiro guri machaiku vajinji avana kutarisa nguwa edu yemu denga wakatarisa hepa kalenda ndio kurasika kwa zino itwa sakandareva kutinguwa edu yekufunga kwedu kwenjigere ni mazano andi zozuri kumwaka ezuri kumkunze nekuti kunze kwedi isu pasi pachigaru kwa paitaris kwa pasiri nore siri ni masangonezi ipano gara zinu zese zinoreva kugara pane hova pane migwagwa pane patino fambo isu ee pane munu uku 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 kune nye nye zuo izi nye zuwa ilu nye mwe zuo ziri ya uo ziri kumusoro azizu chiso simuka zino batanitana nepano pasi saka zirevo izi Zine makakatani wapakusa zindukisita kwa tineta isuvana Ndopa zinu waka makakatani wanekuti Isu tineta kudakuno pindiriza mwano manya mwano di Aywa imiwengu waza kati manonoka Andirika Mwezuri mtete hakutu manya kuno Ndakudayo uchiri mtete ndakutu Tudaku manya tudaku zogira Zandiru kudaya mwuzu kuzvona hivi Chaji mwechirewe yu Jopa neji mweji mweji Jinu shakaza famba shakanaka duru Rakaza tambiru kwa wanu Wakunongi zana uroi Watu uroi asima shuroi 
Ugerepa baziremu hunde mutiwe hunde yuvuru ya katakure Asi uatiwe zandagara pa baziru Ndote mandigerepa pone uti Ndino imba utaazwa rikerezi hunde kudaya kuna jingawe Nekuti mkatarisa mwaka esei Changamiri Kune shiri inochenge tukwa esiri zizi kanachi Zizi rini nguo yaro ni makwararo Ekuti uoka tundu wazi uchida ikunze Ishiri desango, zine mkwa yadzu. Yeshiri na masisi, mwaka uvu. Kwa ita ishiri yedu ya mungusha, jongwe. Anitika? Mm. Mwaka warori ya mkariteza, kunyangwele muraini, nisirile pamusha wenyure ungoti, kunyangwele ndere kwa zikwani, sadunu, kunyangwele ndere kwa zameta, kunyangwele ndere kwa zamanyanga. Rine mkwa ya rinorira. Mkwa yoyo mkariringisa. Unona rijininga rijinanga ndana nyungu wa zesu isi pano pasi Mwaka mnono waka nunanga na udesu Pauno dakuno tipesani Ndiyo pauni nguwa hata handi ndakari nguwa shonguri chirira asanti Nakudakunzu isi handa handa handaka Nanda ameno shashwaka ndi chanya Ijongwe rukuta urwa na siguru ijongwe rechiwaanu Runo jashika chikafu chichiwaanu Uru mazawano kwa ni machongwe Mamano Jigachikafuzirukufa ni utonga unutuka hali makusini zizi zuzo ingu wazini zira wezazo kana mchita zunuzonyumuru pamusha kutuko na utongo wachuka kudai wana wewa ya buda modai ni kutuko na jungura dai yu modai saka ni kuti even yewe jina guri jina guru raku ukaita zira wezako jina gana ni jina guru kuchena kune kwa kaita kunze Ndozi nituli uono di matambiru wezu nishakua maituwa ni nguwa Isiri ineri maraka wanda Sikuti siguru wati unengu waona kuti Kana ujiri mutete zinosumu kazaka wanda Kana wakachina unengu wakajikisi wama kwa rehi Kuri hoti jiminga hizo Paninge mwezi paonengu uri mutete hapa jiminga hizo Zinenge shaka wanda Mepua ninga akasimuka Ayo Tinutenda Mureo Pane nguwa inunzi nguwa atikuwa nise kuchengeta Mufi Wongu Zineta mfuruwedu ujifa ambashia Kune mwako kuti uno shikapanguwe kuti uno miranimi Kuti tumbi tumbi nemi Haiga Kuta amuzu kuona kuti mumie Makanangana Ni mfuri Ni mfuri Zinu mfuri wenye mimi Uka notanga kulereka kuti makuona mfuri wenye wapa Ingu watatino tita kukwa nisa kuburita munu Zika hati naena eta karasima Paruroa nungu wanyapai Zigo ni 